The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, 2% at grocery stores, and 1% on all of their purchases. A lot of college football this final hour makes sense because Chip Kelly, two teams want him, more than two teams want him. And we have reports that Nebraska was told we're good and no thanks and that Tennessee actually made an offer. Arizona State could be in this if they want to move on to Todd Graham. So right now it feels like a duel between UCLA and the Florida Gators. Will Reeve, my co-host today on the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. At Rosillo is our 100flowers.com Twitter feed. Your handle is? At Reeve Will. At Reeve Will. Perfect. Did you do that on purpose? They didn't have Will Reeve. Well said. Okay, life advice, Triple H, ESPN. That's 888. No, no. Uh, you know, anticlimactic. It was, but, you know, sometimes the shorter stories are the best ones. Yep. Uh, life advice a little bit later with a real live famous guy. Uh, again, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Coming up here. So we're hoping to get Bruce here in this spot. If we don't, I do want to do our picks against the spread that we'll have later in the show. Uh, there's this college football thing that I have to get to at some point, and maybe I'll do it right now. Are we waiting on Feldman? Okay. Um, do you think if Chip went to Florida, he's dealing with far more stuff than if he goes to UCLA? 100%. A UCLA, great job, not as prestigious, not as close to relevance, I think, as Florida would be, but you've got, it's the easy route. We talked about this earlier today. It's an easier job. You get L.A., people don't really care about anything in L.A. except for themselves, <laughs> and you don't have the pressure of an SEC, Central Florida. Yeah, right. Pressure cooker in a, in a, at a school starved for a championship after the glory days of about a decade ago now. It's it, it, UCLA is the easier job. Florida State, or excuse me, Florida is the better job. Yeah, I right. Think. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, Bruce Feldman from Fox Sports and SI.com. I don't even want to ask you a question, Bruce. Just take it away. Like, what do, what do we so, have in store for us here with Chip's decision in Florida, UCLA? Leave out you nothing. Know, I think he's, Ryan, I think he's got two really good options. They're very different, you know, and I think ultimately, you know, the question is, Chip Kelly's a very independent thinker. He's going to do what he thinks he's most comfortable with and, and works out best for him uh i think if the ucla commitment to football question is is a is one that i think is a fair one at this point because clearly you wouldn't pony up 12 plus million dollars to get rid of jim mora ucla doesn't throw money around like that unless you're serious about getting the chip kelly sweepstakes are they committed to football at the same level that say usc is certainly as other sec programs they hadn't in the past. I don't what that I think means and why it's relevant isn't because, oh, are they gonna pay Chip Kelly X amount of millions of dollars? I don't think it comes down to whether they're gonna pay him, you know, an extra half a million or whatever. I think really the question is, are they gonna be committed to do the things in terms of sports performance and things that and developing the athletes the way Chip Kelly feels like you're gonna to need to do? And if the answer to that is yes. You know, I think UCLA has a pretty good shot here. And certainly the longer this is going to play on, uh, the better off I think it is for UCLA because I think they're going to work on his timetable. And they know he is the one guy, I think, who put the scare into into USC. And USC has not been scared of UCLA football for a long time. It seems like we are in the tracking 
uh, plane tail numbers. I saw him at a restaurant in this town, et cetera, et cetera, phase of the Chip Kelly sweepstakes, at least from the outside, from the inside where you seem to sit. What's your gut telling you? You know, I, I never say never on these things because, like I said, he's a, you know he's going to work on his own timeline and what he thinks he's, is best for him. The people I know who've either worked with him or, or coached with him or played for him see UCLA as more of a better fit for him. And a little bit it goes back to, I think, something you guys were saying right before I came on, which is, you know, there's a fishbowl quality to a lot of these SEC jobs. At Tennessee, it is a very, very, you know, big deal. At Florida, it's not as much of a fishbowl, but it still is. I mean, just the nature of, you know, six guys get off the plane, six people get off the plane uh, after meeting with Chip Kelly in New Hampshire, and there's media waiting for him, and it's, it's that kind of level of attention. Whereas, you know, Chip Kelly comes out here to, to UCLA, and he goes out to eat. You know, nobody's going to mess with him. They may they may know who he is, but they it's just not the way things are out here in Southern California. There's too many other things. I think they're a little more conditioned to to quote unquote celebrity. You know, whereas if you're the head coach of let's say Tennessee, you're the most important person in the state. If you're the head coach of the Florida Gators, you're one of the most important people in the state. And at UCLA or at USC, it's just people don't get caught up in it that much. And so I don't think you have the level of tracking or the you know whatever that goes into all this stuff out on the west coast it's just not the same degree of of fascination or paranoia or hysteria we're talking with bruce feldman again si.com fox sports college football there's i guess i still have so many questions about this because everything you're saying i agree with and that's why originally i thought well why wouldn't he just go back out to the west coast he already has some inroads with the places he already's recruited with oregon you know he doesn't have to kind of start from scratch he doesn't have to worry about the high school relationships as much as he would have to at gainesville but because he's such an independent guy i'm not saying i know him and i know how his brain works but he does remind me of so many guys that i grew up with that he may just say you know what? i want to try my stuff in the sec we know the sec is generally the best Maybe I just want to try it there. Maybe I, I'm more committed to the idea that Florida is going to be buying into this. So as much as the rest of us see this easier path, easier life, a lot of these guys are not actually wired that way, that they don't want to take the easier thing. I think that's a big reason why he wanted to try out the NFL, and he's probably still annoyed about how, how that story went down. So that's what makes me think, and it still very well may be UCLA, but why Florida would be more alive than me being dismissive of it maybe the way I was a week ago. Well, I think why Florida is alive is because two different guys won national titles there in football. And so that has been viable, and it's the chance where they're going to say yes when you ask them, hey, I think we need this because because LSU has this or because Alabama has it. You know, at Florida, they're, they're more likely to say yes to these. Now, I'm not saying at UCLA they won't, but they haven't in the past. Um, and so that's an issue. As far as testing out the, you know his stuff in the SEC – if it goes the way Chip Kelly probably thinks it's going to go, he's going to see him in the playoffs, you know. And I think that, oh. uh, you know, and I, I saw this a little bit with, you know, people saying, hey, you know, you, the football catches up to you. Football caught up to Mike Leach after he was away because he struggled early on. Well, they didn't catch up to him that well because, you know, he's winning. He's, you know, going for the Pac-12 title in Pullman, Washington. And I think Chip Kelly knows if he gets back to doing what he does and putting together a staff and, and, and drawing up plays and they execute better, 
it doesn't matter where he's going to be. It works. I mean, just like just like Scott Frost has you know lit a fuse at UCF. They were the worst offense in the country two years ago. Now they have the number one ranked offense, and they know it works. And I just think it's a matter of what's the best fit and where do I where do I have the commitment and, and the kind of connections to make everything go the way I think I need it to go. And if he feels like it's going to be UCLA, then he'll be a Bruin. If he feels like, you know what, maybe it should be Florida, then he'll, he'll be in Gainesville. Okay, can you set the record straight on what the shoe thing would be here? Because, I mean, I know the Oregon-Nike you know, attachment. We, we, we all understand that, any of us that have been up there. But why would he not sign? Like, why would he not go to UCLA because of Phil Knight like five years later? Yeah, I know he has a great relationship with Phil Knight. I'm not sure. That might be a little bit overblown. You know, again, this is depends on who you talk to. I talked to somebody on Monday who, you know, has worked with Chip who thought from their experience at, at, at Oregon that it wasn't that big of a deal, that it wasn't a huge, that it wasn't a deal breaker, you know. And so, I don't know. I, I saw that report, and I'm not saying I, I would dismiss it, but from what I had heard, I don't think that's a deal breaker. I really I don't, and um, you know, but we'll see. I mean, because obviously Phil Knight has been very important to him. He got a lot of stuff done for him, but I, I don't know if he would. He's such an independent thinker. I just don't think he would say, you know what, I really want to be here, but Phil Knight doesn't want me here, so I'm going to take a job that I'm not. I'm not as comfortable on that. To me, doesn't sound like him. No, that's I agree. Where are we at with Kevin Sumlin? Well, I, I don't. I don't doubt the report out of Houston that that his last game is going to be on Saturday night at LSU. I think that clearly Scott Woodward wants the AD there wants to make a big change and, you know, he'll probably swing for the fences to try to get Jimbo Fisher. Now, what does that mean for Kevin Sumlin? I mean, if Chip Kelly doesn't want UCLA, you know, at one point UCLA really liked Kevin Sumlin. You could see him recruiting out here on the West coast. Could he be a fit at Nebraska perhaps? Um, And then I, I don't know, you know, he's obviously one, you know, he did a pretty good job at A and M. It was the first time they were ever in the top in the top five out of top five finish in like fifty years. But ultimately, they got tired of him. He he, he was not, unable to kind of get pushed past where he was, and it felt like I guess they thought they were backsliding. And and uh, the question is going to be: There's going to be a bunch of SEC openings. Could they get him in one of these other places? Because the reality is, Chip Kelly can't coach all these places that are going to have vacancies. Good stuff, man. Enjoy the last few weeks, all right? My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving. Bruce Feldman, FoxSportsSI.com. You can read all that stuff. Coming up next with Will Reeve, Life Advice, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and the SEC standing now as we close out the regular season. All coming up, more college football on ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. 
That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in obvious news, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's obvious news from Geico. You've never, say it. you've never done life advice with us before. No, I haven't. You're gonna, your first time ever will read triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six again say ESPN. So we'll do that a little bit later. We'll push that back because I want to do this college football thing here. I've been teasing this, but it's kind of all over the place today. The Rosillo Show breaking down last night's college football top twenty five is brought to you by the two thousand eighteen Ford F one fifty. It doesn't just raise the bar; it is the bar, dude. Okay, Peter Burns, colleague. Great anchor, SEC Network. I know what you're already going to say. He's sticking up for the SEC because he works for the SEC Network. Okay? <laughs> it behooves him. It, it point, he points this out last night. Teams ranked by the College Football Playoff Committee in the top 25. The Big 12, three. The ACC, three. The Pac-12, four. The Big 10, five. Mississippi State and everybody else from the SEC. Some people were upset about Mississippi State last night. The SEC has six teams. He says... It's the same lazy narrative. Narrative's a tough word, man. That's like, that that that, that triggers people, and triggered is a right. bad word, when, too. When someone were to say, to your opinion, something about it being the narrative, we should just change the definition to, I hate your guts, and I wish <laughs> yeah, you were dead. Like, we are <laughs> diametrically yeah, opposed. I hate You're everything wrong. about you. So, Burns' tweet last night was, quote, it's the same lazy narrative that hosts will trot out each year. Quote, the SEC is down. Again, 2017, six teams in the top 25. Three teams still in playoff contention. Number one team in the country. It's been over a decade the best college, uh, best conference in college football. I would agree with Peter that the anti-SEC bias, I feel, is stronger than the actual pro-SEC bias. Let that sink in for a second. Anti-SEC bias stronger than pro-SEC. Yes. Yeah, it's easier to... You agree. Wow. Well, it's easier to hate. True. Um. I personally, I, I grew up loving the Pac-12 because I loved USC. You know, Leinert, Bush, Pete Carroll was the man. Like that—that that was my first introduction to really college football. And I know I'm young, so that's like no, no, I know. That, <laughs> I see yes, you like with a face. Little, I was thinking Rodney, like, Pete, and Troy. Right? No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Like I get that. And then that amazing Rose Bowl game with Vince Young going off. I like. I was how old were you for that game? Uh, when was that? Two thousand five. Yeah, I was thirteen. Okay, all right. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as we were thinking it could go. No, yeah. It was, it was... And speaking of age, shout out to Saruti, twenty nine years old tomorrow. Happy birthday and Thanksgiving. Yeah. All wrapped up in one big turkey um, day for our boy. But so I'm not like I'm not an SEC stan at all. But I'm also not anti. I just think that they there's Alabama, mm-hmm. And then there's everybody else by, I think, a pretty wide margin, and it's only grown wider in the past few years. A couple of years ago, it was all over the place. You got, of course, with the big Auburn upsets and Auburn winning a national title a few years ago, and LSU is always historically good. And it, you know, you can go down the list of all the schools and like Bama losing to Ole Miss a couple times. But to me, it's sort of like the AFC East, where Bama's the Patriots, and everybody else is the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. 
I don't think it's that bad. Okay, but I know the narrative. Yes. the narrative yes. falls apart a little. George bit has been there, the number one team in the country for more than half the season. So, but not anymore. Like, they, yeah, but the FC, the AFC East doesn't have a Georgia. They don't even have an LSU. They've they don't even bunch, have an Old Miss. They, they've, they've got, got a ton they've got of a bunch Vanderbilt. of Vanderbilts. Right. Yeah. Anchor down. All right. Except for when James Franklin was there. So as I say, because you know, look, working with Danny Cannell all those years, and, and he and I going at it and at it and at it. And my point was always, if you look at the SEC when we started talking about them the way we talked about them as the clear best conference in college football, they won seven in a row. They won it with four different teams. It is more about Bama now, but there are a couple more teams. Auburn, everybody likes now. Georgia, we'll see how they respond uh, after getting beat down by Auburn a couple weeks ago. But I watch all these teams. I think the Big Ten's good. Maybe it is the best conference. But then Chris Felica, bear from game day, tweets out something last night that says it's the only Power 5 conference without a win against a top 25 in their non-conference. And I go, okay, that doesn't look very good. But I still think it's a good conference. And they have wins against each other who are in the top Right, 10, but it's just right? it's one of those knocks. Like I've watched Pac-12 ball forever. And there's years where I go, man, the Pac-12 is so overlooked. It's a deeper conference. I thought the North at one point this year, I'm going, man, look how deep that division is. There's years where Arizona and Arizona State were still good, and you thought UCLA was in the mix, and you're thinking, okay, UCLA, could they be even better? I, I've, I've thought the Pac-12 has had stretches where maybe it was the deepest overall conference, and then they last year didn't have any great non-conference resume win. But I go, you know what? I don't care. I think it's a deep conference, and if you tell me the Big Ten isn't good because they don't have that marquee non-conference top 25 win, I go, I don't know. I don't care. I think there's more depth there. I think Penn State's a good team. Michigan State's not great, but they've got a nice win. Michigan's down, but they're not terrible. You know, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's really good, and then ultimately we get to the most talented team out of that whole group. But the SEC still could be the best conference, Will. They could be the best but if you wanted to get in an argument in a bar with me about the Big Ten, I would probably concede because I wouldn't want to fight about this. I would fight about it three years ago. Because three years ago, when we were starting to hear people get so sick of the SEC conference dominance that they were making up stuff, when the ACC won the title last year with Clemson, I would see ACC people selling you their version of this because they were so tired of hearing about the the SEC that I felt like they didn't even believe it half the time. <laughs> They're like, hey, well, now we're definitely the best conference, so, yep, see ya. So Peace. just, like, don't hey, don't look into that. Yeah, just, we are. Game. See the yep. title game. You know, Clemson beat Bama. You know, forget about Like, I, I think the ACC, the Big Ten, the SEC, I even like the Big 12. I think the Big 12 has six good teams in it. Uh, see, six good teams in it. I just don't think anything is what it was a few years ago. In 2014, the SEC West was Bama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Auburn, LSU, A&M, and Arkansas. And you're going to laugh. Arkansas finished 7-6. and six. Arkansas, in 2014, went 7-6 and six with this schedule. They played at number 6 Auburn, at number 6 A&M, against, uh, at home against Bama, number 7, at home against number 10 Georgia, at number 1 Mississippi State, at home against number 17 LSU, at home against number 8 Ole Miss, at number 17, Missouri, and they still found a way to win a bowl game against Texas. That was the worst team in that division. And I'm sorry I'm just going off here, but that that year I wasn't hearing about the anti-SEC stuff. I'll hear it more this year. I don't know if I agree totally with what Peter's saying, that it's just continued dominance here, but I don't know that I can make a strong argument about any one of the conferences, but people were so sick of hearing all the pro-SEC stuff, they're taking their shots at it without, I think, a real strong alternative. Yeah, there's no clear 
top dog in terms of conferences. So might as well say that the SEC continues to dominate. <laughs> is there one that you think is stronger? No. Like I think that I think if you're gonna pick like this team from the team X from this conference up against anybody else, you would take an SEC team into battle over others. I, I agree with you about that. I mean, I didn't love the AFC East analogy. But <laughs> Nor did it, I. It, 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 was, it, I was just but, chopping it. But you're, you're more right about that. People are doing this retroactive thing like, oh, it's only. It, right now, it's kind of Bama and a few other teams. Before, there was ridiculous depth that they don't it was have. insane. Yeah, but, it's but, less now, but you'd still take but, an LSU. They're, like, pretty good over, like. Yeah. Someone else in a different conference? Like yeah. Middle of the road ACC? So coming up, we have uh, we want to let you know um, that you can hit us up on Twitter. The best conference stuff, we already know how that's going to go. 1-800-Flowers.com Twitter feed, at Rosillo Show. Life advice with Will Reeve, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. First time for our guy here in studio. It's next on ESPN Radio. I've got that electricity charge inside Energy like a lightning strike Take one spark and I will ignite Never stopping, I won't stand by Now that Human Resources Director Ryan Lee has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent and time He's really on top of his game He even has his own hype song I'm the best beyond belief I got strength and got the speed Entire workforce Complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No, nobody catching up. They're not fast or strong enough. I've got that electricity charging Take one spot again. I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Great lineup here, ready to go. Um, didn't check Twitter at all through. We tweeted out something a little bit earlier, but that SEC thing, I, I believe that. I think there's more anti-SEC stuff out there than actual pro. And I think people would be shocked. They go, oh, there we go, another ESPN guy. Maybe the SEC isn't the best conference. I'm willing to accept that. But I just don't know which one is. I don't know which one. You can't get in my face about it. you got to come with another right. one if you're going to say that the SEC like, yeah. is not. Yeah, maybe it is the Big Ten. And that's that stat that Palika tweeted out. They don't have any non-conference top 25 wins. I know what that says. It doesn't look very good. But I think the Pac-12 had the same thing last year. I'm like, I don't know. I still think that conference is good. All right, Life Advice with Will Reeve today. The Rosillo Show brought to you by Upside.com. Giving all business travelers the gift of a better travel experience this holiday season, Upside.com. Let's do it. I would just walk in and go, what's the plan, bro? Why are you sleeping until 1? We need to start stripping it back down to the base. It's your life and our advice. Let me fix your life, not just your back porch. Get ready to fire away here, Will. Because this is the youngest dude we've ever had do life advice. <laughs> so it's good. like... I hope I know some stuff, man. Well, you're just just a different lean on things. Let's go to Patrick in Ohio. What's up, man? Hey, first off, I got to say big fan, Ryan. Thanks, man. Thank uh, you. ESPN needs to pay you extra for all the swag you bring to the radio. Um, <laughs> That's so what I'm much saying. Swag. I mean, Ryan's the hottest thing on the radio right now. He is super know, hot. Whatever. All right, I'm looking right at him. Seriously, man, I appreciate that. Thank you. So my life advice I need is, we are having Thanksgiving dinner tonight at my house for my my family, my kids, the wife, or whatever, because my mother-in-law insists that we always do the holidays at her house. My wife 
is Polish and German. I'm African-American. I'm about as black as it gets. I don't, I can't stand her mother's cooking. So how do I fake it till I make it? Now I've been doing this for like three years and I can't figure it out yet. So go. <laughs> that's, uh, that's putting a lot on my plate. Uh, I, I mean, okay. Caveat here. I'm about as white as it gets. So I'm like, take everything with a grain of salt, um, which will raise your blood pressure, by the way. Uh, <laughs> In case anybody wasn't yeah. sure but, about the so, previous, well, I just statement. feel like from what I can, I can, from what I from what I know, the food that you would be bringing to a, a Thanksgiving that you would want to, that you would want to like run, is way different from what uh, your mother in law wants. I feel like your food is better. Why don't you just like? Would it be totally out of bounds to just power move and be like, "This is what we're eating. It's my house. Like this is my territory." Right, you're telling him to bring some stuff with him the next day? Like, make his own, like, if he wants certain foods that she's not going to have, like, just come in there with that and be like, this is what I'm bringing. <laughs> like, I'll bring what you want me to bring, but I'm also bringing my stuff, and then you can eat your own stuff. Yeah, maybe you are too young. There's no way the in-laws are, like, that's the whole point, man. They no, love- I understand. I get it. Like, suck it up. I am like... <laughs> This is—I don't know, I don't know I don't why I'm laughing. To, I don't even know how to cook. I think the grain of salt thing sent me down the road where I just started laughing. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I would fake a sickness. I would fake a sickness every single year. Let's get Josh in Illinois. Just never go. <laughs> no, I would fake a sickness. Be like, I don't know what's wrong with my stomach again. It's, it's always this time of year. It's literally every fourth Thursday yeah, of November. Every time. Okay, Josh in Illinois. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, I got a longtime girlfriend going on about five years. I'm 22. I just bought my uh, first house, and I'm ready to get it going the next step. But the problem is is she uh, doesn't know I smoke pot on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm smoking pot. So I need to know. I feel like I'm still in a good spot only being 22, but what do you guys think? I think, no offense, you need to break up with her right now because you're 22 and you've been dating her for five years. I mean, I understand Love wow. is love and heat. I just, I'm so, if there's anything I believe in, it's I believe in not having a significant other when you're in college or right out of college. But it's too late. He's buying her a house. Josh's Which is point. awesome. The fact that you're in a place Josh in life. Josh blazes every day. Dude, with, <laughs> with Sloan Kettering and Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> uh, Josh, edibles? Uh, if they're available. Heck you know yeah, that? man. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to her about You this need to get imagine. a pen. Imagine, I'm just trying to think the other way around if I was dating Why can't you just tell her? If you've been dating her for five years, you guys have gone through some transformative years together in from your teens yeah. into your early 20s. Well, Why can't you just talk about it? early in the relationship, and ever since then, you just best to keep it a secret. You've been hiding it. You've been lying about <laughs> right. it? If you're going to get married, uh, no, which it sounds like you are, you can't up. hide it. Yeah. Yeah, that's All she's right, in well. for a real shocker. That's going to be fun. Call us back and let us know how that one goes. After the breakup. I, I, I could just imagine being on the other side of that if you were dating a girl. She's like, hey, Will, here's a deal. And by the way, you <laughs> haven't figured this out. I light up every day. <laughs> All the time. Just, every time I'm, I'm talking high, to you. Just constantly. I'm with God. Throwing back pain. All right, Mo in Dallas. What's up, Mo? Medicinal. Hey, hey Rosello, big fan, man. Y'all are doing a great job. Thanks. So Is Chris Mo? Huh? Nothing. Mo, go. Yeah, yeah we, there was a there was the line. Yeah. Yes, I'm 26. I'm from Dallas. My friend is 25. He, me and him made a bet earlier in the season. If I lost to him in fantasy football, I'd have to go with him to Demi Lovato concert. We're true government. 
I lost because all my players sucked that week. I need to get out of this because I'm 26 and I don't need to go into a Demi Lovato concert with another man. Wrong. You do need to go to yeah, the Demi Lovato concert. Yeah. There's yep. no like other option. You're definitely going. You're going to kill it. Have a great time. Talk to, uh, who's that, Josh, who called before? Hook up with him. He'll get you the edibles. You go to the Demi Lovato concert, and it's going to be sick. Now because do you know who goes to Demi Lovato concerts? Yeah, they're the teeny boppers with their dads. But then there is the demographic that has grown up with Demi Lovato. She's about 25, 26. You're welcome. Right, and you'll be high. You'll be really loose. You'll be the sensitive, cool guy who's like going to the Demi Lovato concert. Also, side note, her song's kind of bang. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Literally. Um, He also, when he said, I'm a man and I don't need to go. No, no, you're a man and you need to pay your debt. That that too. Yeah. Jeff in Burlington. What's up, Jeff? Yo, Burlington. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? I've been listening to you for a long time. Um, just curious to know, both of you guys, uh, I know you went to uh, school at UVM, and I think uh, Will went to school up here as well in the area. Uh, okay. What's the, uh, for a southern guy living in Burlington, what's the what's the best advice to, to pick up these northern girls? Ooh, it's a tough spot, man. Um, into any outdoor stuff? You get maybe part time. Yeah, I mean, I fish and hike and all that stuff, so I think oh, I have that. Good. Do you ski? I snowboard. There you go. Snowboard, stow, little apres ski. Gondola? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, or you could just tell them you're a spy. Just you're tell a... them you're from the South. It sounds like it's not going well, Jeff, and that's why you're calling. Is it been a. Well, yeah, I'm getting advice from you guys. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, Jeff... I did fine at Rasputin's. Rasputin's? <laughs> wow, <laughs> you do know you're Burlington. Um,. Just tell them, uh, tell them you know me. Go to the Red Square and uh, see if see if that doesn't help. All right, I'm serious right, about I'll that. Try that out. Yeah, Thank try that out, Jeff. Okay, good stuff. Talk to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah I talked to him. Like, I, I know Russell. I call Russell. I all the time. called him just last week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> come here. That's probably not going to work. I haven't been up there in forever. Okay, uh, we got Will Reeve. We did have Paul Pierce on about the wheelchair game in the NBA Finals. His answer to that: our picks against the spread. Let's do that next. ESPN Radio, the Russell Show. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With Geico, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. Previously, Paul Pierce, wheelchair game, 2008, his interpretation of what happened. Previously on the Ryan Rossillo Show. People are going to think I'm kissing up to you right now. I'm just spitting facts. And the facts are that you never missed games, except for when they tried to tank at the end of that year before they got everybody. Are you annoyed when people think that you're somehow soft? When I saw you get your teeth busted out in a game and come back and play, you never missed games, and yet people that don't want to get over it, maybe just hate you or hate the Celts, want to use that wheelchair incident against you. You know, most of those people are Laker fans anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I, hardly, I don't get that from pretty much anybody else. And, and the story behind that was when we were coming off the floor, I told them to let me put weight on it, but they wanted to carry me. I told them, let me stand up, that they wanted to put me in a wheelchair. So they were using all these precautions. And that's why we got the, the famous wheelchair game that people will never forget. And as far as my toughness, I don't think people really question that. People know what type of player I am and who I am as an individual. People know I will play through 
pretty much anything. If I can walk and, and run and jump out there, I'm going to play through it. So I don't know. I think those are just the Laker fans who are questioning that. There you go. What's up now? The thing is, if you already made up your mind, and I remember I was on the court doing post game for Comcast for Boston, and I had said, they were like, well, what do you expect Paul Pierce the rest of the series? I go, I think he's going to be all right. I was like, it was a little dramatic. But I still had his back on how strong he's been. The whole, I got destroyed by all the green teamers up in Boston at the time. Really? And that was like right as Twitter was happening. Was it yeah, on Twitter exactly. or in person? Or were nope. they like sending you mail? I was on the court doing an eye roll as the post-game report when I was asked by the anchor. They go, you know, what? now what do we do? I think it was Gary Tangway. He goes, what do we do now? <laughs> Ryan, Paul Pierce, his knee. And I'm like, come on, man. He's going to be fine. I was like, I think it was a little you were embellished. Right. And it was right. And here I was in Boston. I'm the guy that was insensitive to his knee injury. And yet, everywhere else, you're everywhere just else, just now for yeah, I, I get destroyed you're by so being tough. yeah, right. I get destroyed for like I like Paul Pierce, Love great you, Paul on Pierce. TV. Yeah, I know it was a little weird to see your little fanboy for me today. <laughs> okay, let's do some picks. Throwing out to the far side, intercepted. The Ryan Rosillo shows twenty nine yard pick six. Pick six. We gotta fly through this college football playoff trophy presented by Dr. Pepper, the one fans crave two huge college games. First, the NFL slate. Minnesota minus three at Detroit. I'm going Detroit. I'm taking the Vikings. Okay. The LA Chargers minus no one at Dallas. Whatsoever. <laughs> Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just gonna spew stuff. I love it. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers here. Chargers turn it. Getting hot at the right time. The New York Giants plus seven and a half at Washington. Giants to cover. I also have the Giants. So the first one we agree on there. Okay, college. Ohio State minus 12 at Michigan. Great, great fade on that one, Bubba. That was like DJ Who Kid. <laughs> I'll, uh, I think the Buckeyes going to hand it to him this weekend. I take Ohio State to cover. Okay, there you go. Alabama minus four and a half at Auburn. Ooh, Auburn. See, I thought everybody was going to be on Auburn, so I understand linebacker stuff. It's going to be this weird kind of wake-up call where you go, imagine if Auburn blows them out. You go, is Bama fraudulent this whole season? Who have they played? I, I can't imagine how happy people would be with an Auburn beating of them, but then you'd go, wait, does that open the door for other teams or a two-loss Auburn SEC champion? If, if Auburn beats Alabama and beats Georgia, I don't care what any of the rest of the stuff is. They gotta be in. Auburn's going to be in. They're going to be in. The committee likes Georgia on War the resume. Eagle, baby. I flew the Eagle, one of my Will Reeve experiences. I'm so happy we got one center, more in. Center field, mid, midfield. You were not comfortable with that eagle. No, dude. Did you see? I did that, watch yeah, it. Yeah, terrifying. I love the Will Reed experience. I'm going to get the whole DVD You got box three out. hours of it today. <laughs> I did get three hours of it. No bonus pick. Best bets for me, 6-3 and three on the season. But because of last week's being so bad, anchor down, uh, I'm banning myself. You're out for this week. Yeah. Right. Self-imposed. I'm self-reporting myself. College football playoff trophy, I already read this one. Go get some Dr. Pepper. Bring it to Thanksgiving. And if you run into any family members that need a job, put them on ZipRecruiter.com as well. For Will Reeve, who's the best, I'm Rosillo. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Safe Enjoy travels, the football. everybody. Absolutely. Bamani Jones is next, ESPN Radio.